It's Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's your boys, Mike and Mish, with the Mike and Mish Show. What's up, Mike? Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year's. Oh. Right, God, this guy with the swearing right. already. Sorry. Sorry. Within Sorry. 30, 30 seconds, the 29-second rule. Yeah. My New Year's it. resolution was to not swear on this show anymore. But <laughs> was uh, it really? That'd yeah, be hilarious. No, not even close. Are you shitting me? Oh man, Mike. It Are you is... a Happy New Year or a Happy New Year's guy? Oh, dude, do I? What do I say? Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. I think I say Happy New Year. Right? New yeah, Year. I think Happy, happy New, New Year. What you should say. I think Happy New Year's is what people say all the time. And for me, stupid, it goes up my ass, my friend, sideways. <laughs> I don't like it. It's one of those things that it really goes right up your ass. Ears. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like... When people say, Happy New Year's. Happy, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. How many of them? Fuck. All right. Oh. Well, that's that's something to ponder for a minute while you yeah. take a look at the ponder. greatest commercial ever made for the greatest mortgage company ever made. Here they are. Norcom Mortgage and Michael Mish are delivering the American dream to those who serve America, helping veterans obtain the dream of home ownership. They offer programs that include no money down, no first time home buyer requirement, 100% cash out refinances, rehab loans. They can help you purchase a home, purchase a condo, refinance an existing mortgage, create a dream home with rehab loan. To learn more, visit www.michaelmish.norcommortgage.com or call 860-884-2103. I hope everybody has watched those commercials and immediately contacted michael mish and asked them any questions they have about loans or mortgage or fucking fixing their credit or anything you need to ask somebody who's smart in that shit ask mike because that commercial gets it gets me going every single time yes yes <laughs> get in touch with michael mish to learn more to learn more and of course we got guerrilla warfare apparel our boys over there guerrilla, guerrilla warfare apparel guys and girls um go to guerrillawarfareapparel.com use the promo code mike and mish get 15 percent off your total purchase buy Do some it. of our stuff man they got some cool Do snapbacks it. they got awesome mike and mish shirts they got mission accomplished sweatshirts hoodies Mike and Mish sweatshirts and hoodies. They're all on there now, man. It's yeah. awesome. We're part of the gang, the gorilla gang, as they say. Get gang a snack life, back or we'll peel your cap back. You understand? <laughs> yeah, Put the promo yes. code in. Put the promo. not, it's a fucking sin. Shit. <laughs> oh, you Light it up in up? here. Is this what happened in the Happy yeah, New do, Year's? Do, you got do, me do, going. Do it. Go ahead, Mike. Ugh. Man, I, I'm going to tell you right now, one time we were in the in one of the hotel rooms in one of the cities that we were in. I don't remember where we were or what we were doing, but Mike was testing we were in the microphone. I think. Dude, you were testing the microphone and I'm doing something on my fucking tablet. And this kid is freestyle rapping for like 10 straight minutes. And my dumb ass never stopped what I was doing to pick up my phone and record him and i get my phone out and i get my camera ready and i got it like this to start filming him and he, he like stops he goes that's pretty good right and i was like yeah. are you done he goes yeah i'm done oh, son of a bitch man missed the whole thing i fell into the groove you know sometimes when you go in and you, you you're just saying some shit and i just fell into a groove and man i was just bar after bar after bar after bar and I just kept rhyming and coming up with the craziest shit. And it just kept flowing out. And I, hey, listen, sometimes you get yeah. really good. I don't know. He was like, sometimes you do some he was crazy like B shit. Rabbit, dude. He was like B Rabbit with mom's uh, spaghetti on his shirt. It might that be the best freestyle I've ever done in my life. It's not like I sit around <laughs> doing freestyles, you know what I mean? But I really uh, did go on for a good, what, five, six minutes or more? That was no, good. It was great. I loved it. It was great. Dude, 2022 was great. I want to just talk about that for a minute. Before we got our guests back, uh, get a guest on here tonight. Let me get my teeth back in and try that again. Uh, we got Steve O'Morris coming on first. Steve and then we're going to follow it up with another featherweight fighting in Myrtle Beach. Trevor Loken, heavy hands Loken, is going to be on here. He's fighting Marcus Brimage in his pro debut. How cool I, is that? 
<laughs> it's cool. It's also, I feel like it's a pretty good test, you know? Sure, Fuck. it's bare knuckle. Brimage has fought, um, but he, he's got some experience. So this guy's he's fought uh, a lot of guys. This guy hasn't fought pro yet, so we'll, we'll see, you know? But, uh, you know, it only takes that one. So if he's got heavy hands and he lands one of them, it could be night-night. <laughs> good night, Irene. You know, as they say. Good night, Irene. Mike, 2022 was fantastic. We are into 2023 right now, and mm -hmm. we are going to bring our first guest of the New Year's. See how of I the did New that? Year's in. Yep. <laughs> All of them. Uh, our first guest of the New Year in. Um, he is fighting. Who's he fighting? James Brown? Like like the James Brown? Is he fighting hot tub, hot water? Oh. <laughs> He's fighting yeah. James. No, I'm pretty sure that's a different James Brown. He's going to be it fighting is. on um, January 27th in Myrtle Beach, BKFC 35. And Mike and I just found out that we will be there this 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 event. Yeah, looking forward to it. And here he is. Here he is, the blessed Steve O. Morris. What's up, brother? What's going on, guys? Hey, hey. Uh, here he is. He's back. He's back. We have not seen him in action since. Tampa, Tampa. Tampa two, Tampa two, yeah. man. How are you doing, Steve? Oh, it's been a while. Oh man, my life's been crazy, but I'm ready to get back in there. Because my last fight, I was very disappointed in my performance. I was not me at all, and I would never fight like that again. I remember talking to you that night after the fight. You went in there with a person that you had trained with, that you considered a friend. You guys were buddy, kind of friends, buddies, whatever. Training partners. Training partners. You just maybe didn't take him serious enough, right? Is that is that what it was basically came down to? Or you didn't really want to fight a friend? I we're not like I wouldn't say we're like friends. We were training partners. Like we didn't hang out outside the gym or anything. It was just such an odd situation because the gym he comes from, I'm really close with the coach, Jahard. Mm -hmm. And I originally didn't want to take that fight, but rent was due and i had to, i needed that paycheck so it was just so different being in there with somebody you actually know and they, if you watch my first two fights i was in there trying to kill those guys and then my third right. one i was just it looked like a sparring match i just watched it for the first time yesterday did you feel like he because you trained together that you force yourself to do different things thinking he was going to know what was coming up next or he knew some of the things that you're good at I, I tried, but he knew exactly he knew exactly how to fight me. He fought a perfect fight. Nothing can't take nothing from him. He knew to counterpunch me, and that's what he did. Are you doing and anything I, different um, as far as training camp goes this time around compared to the last time? Oh yeah, that one that that fight actually changed my whole outlook on how I look at fighting in general. Like, I will never be a nice guy. Like, I don't care if we're friends or not. I'm going to have to whoop your ass. And then if you want to be friends afterwards, cool. If not, it's business. So changed up quite a bit, actually. Are you uh, still training with the same coaches? Are you moving around a little bit, trying different things? Well, I have uh, two new striking coaches, but I'm working with my manager quite a bit, uh, Kevin. And yeah. that man is pushing me. I feel like I'm going to, to war. Like it's life or death, this fight. So he's like he's like a drill sergeant in there, right? Every yeah. morning, every morning he's pushing you to the point where you want to puke. Oh yeah, for sure, no no doubt. Do we know your striking coaches? No, they're uh, they're out of Tampa. Signature signature punch. I don't think you guys might. They've never been to the show or anything, so they don't train anybody else. That's uh, bare knuckle. No, I'm the only. I'm their first bare knuckle. So and I was going to bring, I wish I could bring one of them, but they're only buying uh, one plane ticket. So, well, shit. So, you're talking about training with your manager. Now, we know Kevin as a manager. We actually know Kevin as a fucking everything guy. The guy seems to be one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. You go to one of the events, he's wrangling up fighters, he's escorting people back and forth, he's got rubber gloves mm -hmm. hanging out of the back of his pockets, he's doing medical shit, he's breaking up fights, he's cornering people. <laughs> he's all now over he's, the place. Yeah. He's fucking all over the place. Now talk to talk to us a little bit about him as a coach. Um is he does he coach as hard as he works like outside of oh, the gym? 
for sure. He actually is helping me majorly right now because I'm in a situation to where I'm originally from Illinois and I had to move back to Illinois uh, due to <laughs> I'm having another kid and that's where all my family's from. But uh, thank you. Due dates, February 11th. But um, real soon. Yeah, it's two weeks after the fight. So (laughs) got to fight and be in the hospital right after that. But he's letting me he's letting me live at his gym. I work out three times a day just because of him. I'm in a little room. I was I'm actually leaving American Top Team on my way back over there. I'd show you guys, but. I'm in this room, just got um, a little fridge, a TV. As soon as I open the door, it's a gym. So my life is revolving around gym pretty 20. It's like, it it reminds me like I'm in a movie. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a movie right now. That's fucking pretty awesome. Um, Are you also training? I know you're training for a BKFC fight um, at at BKFC 30 against James Brown. If anybody's paying attention, get the app and watch this man fight. It's always exciting. But I hear, I hear you also have an MMA fight coming up in March. Is that true? Yeah, we'll see if that happens. I hope it, because with the bare knuckle fights, if you get cut, they give you like a 30 day suspension. And I'm not going to lie to myself. We're going to be in there with no gloves. So I'm more than likely going to bleed. And the way I fight, I'm going to probably get cut. So if I get cut, then it's looking like, I was going to make my MMA debut in March in Indiana, but if they just give me that 30 day suspension, then that's not going to happen. But if I, if I go in there and end them quick, which I really feel like it's going to end quick, uh, I'll be yeah making my pro debut in March. Nice. You have your opponent already set. If yeah, the if, contract's already signed and it's nice. ready. Who, who are you fighting for? What's the name of the uh, company? They're a newer company. I'm just doing it for it's closer to home. All my people haven't been able to see me fight in such a long time when I since I actually started taking this stuff serious, because back in my amateur career, if you look me up, I'm like five and 11. I wasn't I was just the half ass and everything. But now that I'm actually dedicated to this, I want them to be able to come and see it. And because I'm I'm one of the most exciting people you're ever going to see. I'm never going to have a boring fight. Yeah, man, it's uh, that's no joke for sure. Your first two fights were fantastic. Even the third fight was fantastic, too. It just didn't go your way. You and Brandon Allen went out there and put on a show for everybody in Tampa in uh, BKFC Tampa, too. I believe that was a fucking awesome night. Um, Yeah. We're looking forward to get you getting you back in there. How were the were you home for the holidays or were you down in Florida? No, I'm I'm back in Illinois now, so I'm only down here in Florida uh staying at Kevin's gym until the fight's over then I'll be right back up in Illinois. Okay, so you were up there. Did you what did you just get down there after the new year? Yeah, I just came down here on the 2nd or 3rd. Damn, and it's but all I, full, full was, steam ahead. Yeah, I was still training up there. It's just, it's just much better training down here. So this is where I need to be. How were the holidays? Good. You, you get anything uh, awesome or what? Cold. It's so man. damn cold. I don't know how cold you guys got, but it was like negative ten with the oh, windshield. God, the windshield, damn. the windshield was negative forty-five for like a week. No way. No, we, no. we didn't. We didn't see any temperatures like that. We did get a little cold streak that went through. That was like, you know, ten to twenty degrees every day for about a week straight. But then New England's fucking stupid and weird, man. Like we'll go from been 20, in the forties all week. Yeah, it will, it'll go from twenty-two to fifty. That's exactly how Illinois is. The Midwest, <laughs> like it'll go. Yeah, it'll be twenty, and then the next day be sixty-five, then back down to fifteen. Then you don't ever know unless you pay attention to the weather. What part of Illinois are you from? Uh, It's called Danville. It's about two and a half hours south of Chicago. Okay. Man, you know what they need to do? And and BKFC, we had David Feldman on last week, or maybe it was the week before. I can't remember. But we had our last last – yeah, it was last week, last Thursday, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked a lot about the future of BKFC, and he talked about – you know, possibly being in, you know, 30 something states by the end of 2023. And I think we brought up Chicago. We're like, man, what about Chicago? What about that'd be a huge, that'd be a huge ticket seller. 
right yeah, Chicago, heavyweight Chicago would from love that. yeah that too on top of that you know you got some guys from out of there that you and you and Arnold I'm sure they could stack a fucking card out there and and oh, yeah. they could have tryouts out there and have probably one of the highest people come to that one they love to fight you know what you say that about Chicago but it seems like most of the cities we go to, everybody just loves to fight, man. It's like yeah. we were, we went to Albuquerque and we're like, man, we'd never been in such a fight town. Oh, and then, that place was fantastic. Yeah, oh, then a couple God. weeks later, we're in Denver and like everybody in the fucking city is excited about going to see the fights. They're all they're all a bunch of fighters over there. It's like, man. Yeah, the only thing I could say about Chicago is they're shooting each other more than they're yeah. fighting each other. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not it's not a place you want to go if you're not from there. <laughs> yeah they're they're gun waving instead of uh fist yeah fire. well that's uh what when did you leave illinois originally i know that you said yes we were originally from but when did you well, uh, take off the first time i moved down there and i lived down there for about three years but then they kept <laughs> raising the damn prices on the rent when i first came down there it was like 11 1200 for our little two-bedroom and then they spiked it up to like 1900 and then I just couldn't afford that. So I ended up going back to Illinois, probably middle, end of November. And I'll be back in Florida. I'm just going to save up some money and I'll be back here because this is where I belong. Are there a lot of, I mean, are there a lot of people up in your area now in Illinois that are, are like excited about the sport of bare knuckle? Like are there are people it's, out there. It's weird. Not a lot of people even know what it is around there. Interesting. I don't I don't know if it's just because it's the Midwest and they haven't fought out there or if it's the place I'm from. But when I bring it up to people, they're just like amazed and mind blown from it. Huh. Then when I bring it up here in Florida, you might as well be talking like you're talking about the UFC because everybody knows what it is here. Well, Florida's Florida's like home base i know that bkfc's home base is philadelphia but if you really look at where they've had all their events at it's like hollywood tampa and orlando every couple months you know yes kimbo slice started it all exactly yeah yep. i wish i wish he was alive he would have been destroying these guys Shit would be wild yeah he would he i'm surprised would, like it, you know, it didn't get bigger than, you know, like it, it seems like it started way after that whole movement. Um, yeah. And he went to UFC and it's kind of sucks that you didn't really get to see him in like real, real organized, you know, bare knuckle. Like yeah. This. Cause he was doing that before it was even organized and he was just, <laughs> just slaughtering people. Right. Yeah. yeah dude's a, dude's a beast. You know, and then you got, you got Dada still out there. He was he came from that time frame, right? Dada. I heard. I'm pretty sure I heard he's fighting on that BYB card here coming up. Well, that's cr I'm that. If you ask my opinion, that's fucking crazy because we all saw the last time he fought MMA. Yeah, I mean, as uh, soon as Kimbo. Yeah, Kimbo. Yeah, that was the worst MMA fight in history. But <laughs> the thing, the the thing with him going into that BYB, they're obviously going to give him somebody who's completely trash, and he's going to probably just put him out in thirty seconds, and just just for the ticket sales and the views, that's all they're doing it for. He's a I fucking... would be careful, you know, after seeing that uh, uh, Buffalo, what happened in Buffalo the other day with, the, yeah. uh, dude, that shit is crazy. And, you know, it don't be messing with your heart, you know, because that shit yeah. goes, that's it. It's over. I wouldn't be <laughs> fucking with that. I remember where I was. I was at a Southwest border mission. That's how, you know, it's crazy. Like there's certain fights you remember where you were when you watched them because they were so good. I remember exactly yeah. where I was because this fight was so bad. Like, you know, like that's that's I, I never want to be in that conversation. <laughs> that yeah. was so bad. I know exactly what I was doing. So crazy. Never, <laughs> never want to be in that topic. That yeah, funny, right. Man. Don't do that, Steve-O, So, one forty-five pound division. You get this one. You're back. You go back to three and one. You're back in the win column. You got some guys ahead of you now that have been looking all right, man. Like Louis Lopez looks like he's a. He's I want. I don't care about anybody but that guy right there. He won't keep my name out of his mouth. I want to fight that man. And Kai, I don't even care to talk about him. He's the biggest bitch on the roster. He ain't. He won't come out of Montana. 
and uh, Louis willing to come out of Montana and he wants to fight. So as soon as I win this one, that's who I want. Like, and I feel like that'd be an awesome fight for BKFC. You know, if if Louis didn't want to come out of Montana and they did, or if they wanted to do another Midwest show and they can't get into Chicago, um, Nebraska, Kansas, Montana, isn't that considered Midwest? You could probably have some some people in the pro- yeah, last, close, last time proximity. They, last time they flew me to Kansas, I about killed a man. Yeah, that, <laughs> I yeah, felt that. I felt bad for him. I wish he didn't get up so many times. That was a good one. That. that was a really that was a really good performance that yeah, night. Yeah, it was a good fight too. That was a good fight back. In, like yeah, it was back and forth, but then you started taking over, and yeah, he kind of got a bit a bit beat up, but he kept getting back up, which made yeah, for an exciting hard. fight. You know, what's crazy is over half the guys in this uh, promotion will never have the quarter of a heart that he has. Shout out to LJ. Yeah, guys, definitely yeah. not a quitter. That you know, there's not those guys. All. Yeah. I used to know a guy in school who used to fight people all the damn time. He used to get into fights all the time. And this one night in particular, I was at a house, right? And he got jumped. Not jumped. He was jumped, but it was only two other guys. So they were fighting him in this house. I don't even know whose freaking house it was. They fell in and broke tables, lamps, shades ripped down. Everything broke in that house. And then they left. And this guy, he's like, I'm finding them both and I'm fighting them tonight. So I'm like, okay. So we get in the car and we're going around. This dude was only right up the road. He lived there. We went to his house, knocked on the door, and he's like, come outside. I want to fight you. So this guy's like, are you serious? He's like, okay, fine. Let's go. We go out to the sidewalk. Right, We're on a main road, by the way. He goes out to the sidewalk. The guy that, I, that I'm with, he gets, they start fighting. He gets hit. He falls. Okay, not too hurt. Gets back up again. Gets hit. Falls. Hits his head. Kind of knocked out. So the guy's like, all right, I'm 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 done. This is over, whatever, right? Dude gets back up and he goes, let's go. I'm not done yet. And the guy's Was like, there... all right, let's go again. So we're like, no, 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 no. We're trying to stop them, right? And he's like, no, fuck this. I'm keep. So he goes again. He gets knocked down on his ass again. And he's just sitting there like looking up into the sky. And the guy's like, that's it. I'm done. Take your friend out of here. I'm done, right? (laughs) This guy gets up again. He's like, come on, let's go. And the guy's like, no, I'm going back in the house. He tries to go back in his house. This dude runs at him and tries to tackle him from behind. He's got the other guy's in a headlock, throws him on the ground, starts punching him. He's like, you done? Are you done? He's like, I'm never done. You're going to kill me. I'm like, oh, my God. I never want to fight this guy. And the other guy's going, listen, I'm getting tired. (laughs) Like, I can't do this any longer. (laughs) Was there was. Was there alcohol involved? No, because no I've alcohol. seen a lot. I've seen a lot of those situations at a bar. Just a cycle, <laughs> that's all. Trying, trying to put a guy, trying to put a drunk guy down. That's a, that's a task. Hell yeah, oh, hell yeah. God. You so you, you're telling me your him. boy was stone sober when he did this? Yeah. Or yeah, that's that's well, crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, man, yeah. That, that's crazy. I thought for sure he was under the influence. No, just of a something. wild guy, man. Something. Really <laughs> he, he's gonna win because the other guy's gonna eight get ball winded. Deep. <laughs> Dude's gonna get winded and freaking not be yeah. able to fight anymore. And then he's gonna end up losing after he won five what, times in a row. What is the Mike? What's the rule set? The old London rules or whatever? The where there's no rounds. Just if you get knocked down, everybody stops and you wait <laughs> yep. till they get back up, and then you and resume the fight. Yeah. And then if uh, it sounds like your boy would have won just by the <laughs> fatigue factor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of crazy dudes you don't want to run into. Never stop. No. <laughs> Steve, why does uh why does Louis Lopez keep your name in his mouth? What's that all about? I didn't we didn't I, I mean, oh, no, maybe I'm knows. not paying attention enough. What's that about? He knows that I'm the fight, I'm a big fight, I'm a name that they're trying to build, and I don't know. I hate that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> I can't stand that bat. He's and he sucks. He's not even good. He just he's he's just tough. That's it. If they would have let Howard keep fighting him, I believe Howard would have put his ass down because that performance, the fight before uh, Howard Davis, uh, how he he just keeps his chin so far up in the air. Man, so I don't know. Want, he just aggravates. It would be so easy. That'd be such an easy fight. That's the call out right there, right? After this yeah, one, that's the call out. That's who I want. Fly me to the guys already flew me to Kansas. You're flying me to South Carolina. I'll go. Co- I'll go to Montana. I'll be the hometown killer. No. Well, after it. after your fight, 
Uh, you know who you're going to be calling out, I guess, huh? We know. Don't, yeah. Don't let that opportunity pass you by. Get up on that mic. Whoever, because even if they even want to give Kai and Louie, if they want to be cheap and keep them in Montana to fight each other, they can do that. And since, well, I was going to say, since me and Howard are coming off a loss, give us each other, but I'm going to come off a win. So Howard's going to have to go get a win if he wants that fight. Well, now I'm excited. I don't know much about James Brown. I don't know if you know much about James Brown, your opponent. He's, uh, all I know about that guy is he's 10 and 5 in MMA, but all the guys he beat up were like 0 and 4, 0 and 5, 4, 4 and 6. Like, and he's a, he looks like a, if I had to guess anything, he looks very Taekwondo and he likes to throw a lot of kicks, but this is bare knuckle fighting. We ain't got no gloves on. This is that is my world, and I'm going to show him that. He's going to go right back to MMA right after this. Man, well, we're excited to see you back in there. Myrtle Beach, BKFC 35. We're going to run you through five quick questions real quick, not fight-related. Here we go. What was the best thing you got for Christmas this year? Uh, these Beats headphones. There you go. Nice. Quick answer. I love these I love things. It. Nothing oh, like yeah. a good set of headphones. Fuck yeah. Except for my cauliflower ear. This one won't stay in. <laughs> you just use That's... like the smaller one. Doesn't it come with like different uh, pieces for the air? You have to use the real I small wish. one on this Might one. Not even get in the the hole. It stays in until like when if I'm talking or something, but if I start working out and when I get sweaty, it just falls right out. Yeah. You're going to need the uh, around the air piece that goes on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I need. Number two. What was a go-to meal growing up in the Morris household? Oh, man, we were poor, so noodles, <laughs> lots of noodles, cereal, and pizza. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like Not wrong with that. Hey, yeah. number three, this is a, a new one we're going to do here. Um, it's called uh, <laughs> Fuck, Mary Fight. Here you go. You got to kill one, fuck <laughs> one, and marry one. Lois, Marge, or Cartman's mom, Leanne. <laughs> All right, I can I could probably answer this one pretty quick. I'm a Mary Lewis. Uh, what is it? Fuck Mary fight. Yep. Fight uh Marge. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna marry fucking Carmen's mom? Yeah. No, I'll marry uh Lewis. Yeah, well, yeah then, de definitely do love Lois. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that, and then fight uh, Carmen's mom. That's the way to go. Yeah. You, when you fight Marge, is she gonna have like the? Do you remember the the old arcade game where she had a vacuum and she you'd had to fight side scrolling? Oh and she had no, a vacuum in her hand. She kind of she kind of looks like James Brown. That's funny. <laughs> Get you ready for your fight. All right, yeah. number four. What's your favorite song of all time? I couldn't answer this earlier, so that's too much. Too oh much man, much. anything by Polo G. I love, I, G. I love him. That's oh, it. Geez, if, you, for sure. if you watch any of my uh, walkouts, I walk out to them every time. Hmm. There you go. And last one. If you could wipe out every fast food restaurant on the planet and only one can survive, which is the surviving fast food spot? Ooh, that's hard. Demolition man style. I don't know what we consider fast food. Uh, uh, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, oh, Taco well, then, Bell. Uh, KFC. They got this place in Florida called Zaxby's. Yes. It's like, yeah, I love Zaxby's. Chicken there place, right? Oh, yeah. That's good too place. easy. See, I love a man that knows his answers pretty quick. That are, That's what the point of a speed round is. Stevo, we are excited to see you back in the squared circle, kicking off BKFC 35, 2023. Are you the first fight on the card? Do you know? I hope you not. Well, you uh, are, they better man. they've never put me on the prelims but one fight but they right. might uh no, they might the way, since the way since he's a debut up. since the he's a debut guy yeah the way they got it on the website it kind of looks like he might be but go they ahead move around a lot when fight night comes so right go yeah. ahead shout some people out say your last words and we're gonna let you get out of here man uh well the phone's actually on one i don't want to get cut off in the middle of it just Appreciate all my team and all my coaches helping me in this fight. All right. Fair enough. And we will see you guys. Follow him on his social medias. They're at the bottom. Buy so go to condemned condemned labs and buy some stuff and use his code and give him some money. And plus uh, 10. Tune yeah, they in. They got the best. They got yep. the best, best supplements. There it is. 
Tune in on uh, January 27th at BKFC 35. Steve-O, we'll see you when we're down there, bud. Oh, yeah. I'll see you guys. All right, Mike, got anything? Later. Take it easy, buddy. We'll see you. See you in a couple of weeks. All right. You guys take care. Few. Later. Right. Couple few All right. Weeks. I say couple Co- weeks. It's more like three and a half weeks. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Steve-O Morris, uh, returning featherweight back to the squared circle. He's looking to move to three and one when he fights James Brown. But this next guy that we're about to bring in, and thank you for uh, waiting, Trevor. We're going to bring you on in a second. He's fighting Marcus Brimage in his yeah. debut fight for the BKFC. I believe it's his pro debut. What a name to pull for your debut fight. Let's go ahead and bring this dude in. He's got he's got some heavy hands from what I hear. His name is Trevor Loken. Here he is. Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? How are you? Hanging in there. Yo, yo. Look at this guy. On, Trevor. Trevor, you are 25 years old? Yeah. Jeez. Well, you know, I I was driving a car when you were born, and I fucking want to kill myself thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I joined the I joined the army when I was twenty five. Yep. yep. I was go. managing a restaurant, and that shit went under, so I fucking joined the military. Now look at me. I'm yeah. talking to you, <laughs> Trevor Loken. So, dude, here's what we're gonna do because we don't know too much about you. We do know that you're five and zero as an amateur MMA fighter. You've been knocking people out, from what I see. I read an article about you having some heavy hands, and um, you know, and and that's kind of what you want in this sport of bare knuckle. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from, and uh, you know how you got your start in fighting. Uh, so I'm from Wilmington originally, and uh, moved to Raleigh in middle school and my brother's been a fighter he was a fighter for he's eight years older than me so he started fighting a long time before i started fighting and i just kind of caught the bug from there um i had my first fight in 20 2017 back when i was uh 18 years old so um it's been a while i've only had five fights you know it's i've been fighting for what was that six years yeah roughly so yeah, I, wa- I watched a couple of them, man. You're you're a tough kid. You got to tell me about this Indiana Jones looking hat that you wear. <laughs> it, it, what's what is the hat? Is it, was that like a relative's hat or something? What is it? No, my mom just gave it to me for Christmas. It's like my favorite thing. Nice, yeah. nice. It's a good stuff. I mean, Everybody it's kind of the, the story like, about it. It's not really a big story. It's just something I got for Christmas one year, and I just love it. So I wear it. That's a good enough story. That's a good enough story. Oh yeah. But, you're going to wear it to BKFC, correct? Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, good question in the comment section right now. You came up, your brother is a fighter. Your brother's an MMA fighter, I'm assuming, right? He was, yeah. Okay, MMA. Jeff? Jeff yeah, Loki? Yep. Loki Loken? All right. That's him. There he is. Um, so, you came up, you know, you got the bug because of your brother. He was fighting MMA. You're gone 5-0 and oh in, in uh, mixed martial arts. What has brought you over to uh, what, you know, what they're calling the dark side now, taking the gloves <laughs> off and fighting bare knuckle? Uh, well, it's a pretty strong part of my game, my chin and my hands. Um, really just the, the lack of being able to get a pro fight for me. So I haven't been able to, I've had multiple, multiple pro fights fall through. My last few fell through. I had to drop out of one. It's just been a long haul trying to get a pro fight. And I'm already 25 years old, so... I'm getting, you know, down to the wire. I got to get, I got to, you know, go pro soon or, or die trying. So um, jumping into BKFC, it, it to me, it seems a lot easier than MMA. And I know that sounds, you know, kind of crazy. A lot of people look, give me a funny look when I say that, but there's a lot less I have to worry about. Uh, I'm tough. I'm, I'm really big for the weight class. I'm long for the weight class. So there's not really much I'm worried about. Yeah. And, and you, um, were you surprised when they, you know, offered the name on the contract to you. You get to fight a guy who fought, a, you know, quite a few fights in the UFC, fought Conor McGregor once before. It's That's kind I of was, a fucking crazy thing, right? Uh, I was actually really, like, relieved to see who they were offering me, to be honest, because it's a big name, so it's not somebody who, you know, when I beat him, I can't get just get swept under the rug, you know? Um, it's not only a big name for me to be in BKFC, but it's a big name for me to be in, in MMA as well. So, you know, when, when, the wind gets put on my record, it'll be something for both, both sports. Now I'm assuming you still want to go pro in MMA, correct? Oh yeah, definitely. 
Right. So this is just um, if if you go in there, you get your win and you enjoy yourself in there. Would you be willing to, to stick around and take more bare knuckle fights? While oh, absolutely. Still... Absolutely. Okay. I already have names I want to call out. Oh, nice. Yeah. We we just got talk, got done talking to Steve O'Morris. I don't know if you know Steve-O, but Steve-O's a 145-er. Um, the 145-pound division has all of a sudden, like for like the – for like a, a good while, a good year and a half, we were talking about how badly they need to vamp up, ramp up this 145 pound division. They need to bring in some fighters. You know, 135 looks great. 155 looks great. Every other division looks great. 145 is lacking. There was only a few fucking names. Dude, all of a sudden. There was barely got, even a top three. Yeah. Say. You couldn't even put together top three. You got cool. you got Howard Davis, Steve O'Morris, Plaziola, Louis Lopez, uh, Marcus Brimage, and yourself are in that division. It's like uh, Kai Stewart's in there. Now there's like a whole bunch of guys that are, you know, there for the call out, Trevor. Yeah, there's there's a lot of names. Louis Lopez sounds really fun to me. I've watched a few of his fights. I actually really like the way he fights. He's really exciting. So we Yeah, he was nominated. We're doing an award show. Uh, next week, the Bare Knuckle uh, Awards, and he was a nominee for Fight of the Year. That was a great fight. That Dylan was, Schultz was fight awesome, was insane. That was really fun to watch. I had a little bit of everything, man. They were both knocking. They both knocked each other down a couple times. Uh, Louis took the first round. He looked like he was clearly losing the fight going into the fourth round. Almost looked gassed. He fucking pulled it together, ripped off that knockout in the fourth. I, I was. That fight was fantastic. Yeah, it was was really good. Spectacular finish as well. Exactly. Yeah, that left hook fucking sat him down for for good. And then he went and he and he like kept the momentum going. They booked him against Howard Davis, and Howard is was at the top of the division. Howard's a six foot four freaking. I think he's six three, six four. He's way taller than you would ever imagine a one forty five er. Let's just say that about freaking Howard Davis, and like. We're like, wow, Louis going in there with Howard. We don't really know how this is going to go. And then he he stepped up to the plate, man. He brought the fight to Howard Davis. Of course, the doctor stopped it, but he was doing yeah. all right in that one too, man. It was an unfortunate stoppage. Uh, I actually had my money on Louis going into that fight as well. Really? Definitely, yeah. You thought he was going to pull the upset? I just I thought he was just a much tougher fighter, and being it's it's hard to be that size in the way you know. There's there's definitely an equilibrium, and if you're too tall, it, you're you're sacrificing a lot of power. I would have been really interested to see that fight go, you know, the obviously distance. a little longer. And yeah, you know, Louis took it. He 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 injured Davis where he couldn't continue anymore, so he won the fight, and he was winning the fight. I would say at that point. Um, he was doing really well. And what happened was, you know, he kind of pulled once he, once he got the cut on Howard Davis, I feel like at the end of that round, he kind of, uh, pulled him into his own game rather than Davis kind of picking him apart. I feel like he got Davis got a little mad at the end there and tried to even the score, you know, and then we know what happened right after that. But I will, I definitely was eager to see what would happen because we know Howard Davis as a boxer, uh, he's not as, he's not like a brawler like Louie was. So kind of. The longer it goes along, Howard Davis maybe starts point, you know, getting him on points, and you know he's got heavy hands throughout the fight. So it would have been cool because we know that Louie's going to keep coming forward too, even if he's hurt. Like you said, he's a tough guy. Definitely, I think uh, I think the later rounds would have been really interesting to see, just because of uh, the way the last fight went. If he starts, you know, picking him off with points, where does Louie come back in in the fifth round, you know, fourth or fifth round? So it would have been pretty wild. Yeah, I want to see that run back for sure. I'd like to see that again one day. Yeah, me too. Um, seems like everyone wants to fight Louie now, though. Um, <laughs> Steve-O just said that he wants him next. Uh, you just said that you would love to fight Louis Lopez. It looks like Louis Lopez is the uh, hot, hot commodity in fucking the 145 division. Um, when you, you know, when when you started getting interested in bare knuckle, or were you already you, were you already watching it before someone approached you about going to do bare knuckle or? Oh yeah. I've, I've okay. been wanting to do bare knuckle for a while now, ever since I, I found out that it was, you know, a rather big promotion. I wanted to do it. I just, that, that kind of calls to me a little bit ever since I watched uh, what was it, snatch as a kid, 
I loved that movie. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted great to movie. fight bare knuckles since that movie. So this is just, you know, oh, good dude. way to do it. And a what? great opponent to start out with. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I swear to God. And I'm not, oh, I'm not joking. Movie. That's a top 10 for me. I fought you for a caravan. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> can't understand a word they're saying all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the whole, the whole move, the whole movie is friggin' awesome. Uh, and uh, you ever see Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? I don't think so. So it's, it's made by the same guys. Yeah. It's made by the same people. All like the same people are in it. It's like kind of like a prequel sort of you know it yeah you got you got to check it out lock stock and two smoking barrels you'll, you'll see I'll what definitely saying. have to do that yeah it's it's uh it's a guy Ritchie film and he he, he yep. it's he 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 kind of writes and directs the same way in all the all those movies they're fucking fantastic yeah um myrtle beach you're from uh north carolina you're gonna have a lot of people down there you're gonna have some family and friends coming down or what so definitely trying to get everybody I can. Uh, all the friends and family are coming. Everybody from the gyms coming. They're reaching out to their friends. So we're trying to get a big crowd. Uh, I think Andy Hall is is really pulling through for me and and you know promoting me a good amount. So should be uh, should get a lot of a lot of turnout. I can tell you right now. I don't know how the how the Myrtle Beach crowd is going to be, but I I know I have a feeling it's going to be fucking crazy because every city we go to, we don't know what to expect out of the crowds and like the last five six of them that we've been to they they just keep getting better and better and like as the sport keeps getting po more popular and more and more people are tuning in to bkfc i believe more like true fans of the sport are starting to show up as opposed to in the beginning i think like three quarters of the crowd were just people going to check it out to see what the fuck it was yep it's definitely grown, definitely grown a, a huge following. I think all my friends, you know, watch it and none of them are in the combat sports. So, I mean, it's definitely growing. Yeah, we got some, uh, a couple buddies down there that I think, where's Tony live? Is it North Carolina? Mike? Oh, uh, I, I think he does. I think he does live in North Carolina. Yeah, our buddy Tony Loco Soto's on the card. He's from, uh, he lives down in North Carolina. He's from Brooklyn, New York, but he, he lives down there. <laughs> um taylor starling and keith richardson are down there so i i think that the crowd is and andy win andy the creation win lives down there as well so man with all the local fighters that they're throwing on this card and you know some debut guys like yourself and a few other names that are on we mike and i were just looking at the fight card and there's some guys that we don't really quite know but i'm sure that they contacted him because of the location you know what i mean it should be fantastic yeah i think there's four isn't there four from north carolina i'm pretty sure tony's gonna be on it is he isn't he and then yep. uh, me uh doug and uh what was his name john i believe his name is john maybe not i'm blanking on the last one but he's from wilmington okay where hey where's wilmington in like comparison to like to um to like fort bragg uh it's i want to say it's an hour and a half away uh it's it's on the coast so it's like okay. east of fort bragg i done a tad bit of partying down there at fort bragg <laughs> i must say <laughs> and, and fayetteville i i gotta tell you um so, <laughs> like i a lot of deployment money went to strip clubs in the in in, in that fayetteville. area in Fayetteville, old, old secrets Fayette cabaret. Yeah, Fayetteville, dude. You know, we went to a strip club one night in Fayetteville, and um, a stripper bites my brother's nipple, right? And then my brother is, like, laying back at the stage after he gets bit, and she, you know, waves her breast in her face, in his face, so he bites back. Ah. Bouncers grab him, drag him. We go outside the bar. My cousin knocks this fucking bouncer out i think statute of limitation is like way past <laughs> but this yeah. is like this is like 20 years ago so my cousin lays this bouncer down on the fucking hood of this car and the dude falls down the front of the car and lands on the ground and we just run we just fucking run right we take off and we run like two parking lots over to another strip club <laughs> And we go right inside, and we had the best night of our lives in the, in the second one. It was like once we entered the doors of the other place, 
everything that just happened outside never actually happened. <laughs> like nobody ever came looking for us. <laughs> no cops. Out of their jurisdiction. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, somebody's watching this podcast right now. Yeah, they know like, that guy uh-huh. is showing up at your doorstep for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, you know. What? I thought you were going to say you guys ran away and then you realized that you valeted the car. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. No, we went back for the car later on. We de- we definitely went back for the car later on. But it's so fu- like that was a funny ass night of of uh, of our time down there after a good deployment. Um. Man, I can't wait to see you see you in the ring. Marcus Brimage is is a big name. It's going to do big things for you. You know, Justin Scoggins is also on this card. Yeah, I just saw that. Yes. That that uh got confirmed today, didn't it? Yes, yeah. he was a big name back when Jeffrey was fighting. Uh, I went and saw him fight at Warfare multiple times. He's he was a huge name back then. And he's so fighting Keith. He's fighting Keith Richardson. So who's also a well established uh, pro MMA fighter as well. So man, yeah. It yeah, should be. That was a few hours ago that got announced. There's a lot of fucking fights on this card, man. Now that I'm looking at this, we got three, six, nine, twelve. There's it's, thirteen. It's, yeah, it's a heavy card. They got sure. th- There's thirteen a lot fights listed right now. So, man, and I love Myrtle Beach. You go down to Myrtle Beach ever? Uh, yeah, I've been a few times. We used to go on vacation in high school, and I fought there twice. Oh yeah, was yeah. the was the was the fight crowd okay for MMA events down there? Not really. It was. No. Uh, UBG MMA, it's Derek Brunson's card. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Just, yeah, it, it didn't really pan out so well. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't like a big crowd for it. Yeah, do do you think that they promoted it well or no? Probably not. And it's it's not just the promotion; it's more so just the way they run things. So stuff falls apart last minute. Yeah. And all that. Uh, back when they were doing the warfare cards in Myrtle Beach, those things would get like crowded crowded i mean lines 100 feet like 100 200 feet long out the door so it can be done and there's definitely a crowd for it it's just got to be done right so i think uh bkfc is gonna you know bring the masses out i fucking hope so i hope so man wait it's gonna be fantastic we're gonna be there in person we'll do an interview with you when we're down there and uh we're gonna run you through a speed round real quick and then we'll let you get back to training i see you that you're in the gym right now sitting in the cage so our first question for you, sir, is a uh, would you rather would you ha- rather have to post everything you've ever searched on your search history or do 30 days in jail? 30 days in jail. <laughs> I was oh, damn. What the hell you got in your search? history? Let's share it. 30 share days it up. In jail. See, I say I see when I'm looking up stuff that <laughs> I don't want people to know about, like privates, I look up on my private. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go private for privates. And nobody knows. Yeah, I look at, you know, the private browser always, VPN. Then you don't have to worry about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. You never know. You might go into this ring. You knock out Marcus Brimage. Boom. First 10 seconds. Then people know who you are and you you move up. You don't want anybody looking in your search history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think uh, they're just going to find <laughs> the between me and my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, man. That shit is hilarious. Number two. Eliminate one forever. Netflix, ESPN Plus, Apple Music. Ooh, uh, Apple Music, definitely. I can use Spotify. Smart Boom. answer right there. And he's, obviously, you can't get rid of ESPN Plus because you're getting rid of the UFC. You're getting rid of the UFC. And who's going to get rid of Netflix? Our next question for you is a fuck Mary fight. Here we go. Boom. Oh snap! Oh snap! You got to fuck one, marry one, and fight one. Ronda Rousey, Chris Cyborg, Joanna Jacek. Your girlfriend's not uh, well, watching. I'm going to have to fight them all because my girlfriend is watching. So, <laughs> Hypothetically. Uh, we'll just skip that one then. Mike, why don't you answer it? Okay, so here's the thing, right? Uh, um, mm-hmm. So Ronda Rousey annoys the hell out of me, uh, even though she is a huge part of women's MMA and props to her for that, but she annoys the hell out of me. So, uh, and and you know what? She's probably the worst at stand-up fighting, so I get the best chance with her. Uh, so fight her. <laughs> Number fight. two, Joanna, gonna have to, you know, gonna have to fuck Joanna. <laughs> So I have just been backed into a corner and to marry Cyborg. Can you imagine that? I'm going to marry Cyborg. You would have thought that I was going to get rid of her, but I ain't fighting her. And she seems like she's pretty damn cool. So I'll take it. I got to be with her forever. So she better be freaking a cool person, right? And here we are. 
I'll travel. I got to argue with that one. You should have married Rhonda. She's the rich one. But she's annoying. She's a little annoying. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine living with her for the rest of my life. I just can't. Oh, I know man. Cyborg at least is cool. You know, she seems like a really cool person. Uh, Mike's marrying Cyborg. Mike's marrying Cyborg. Who would have thought, right? Hey, Who thought? hey, Steph, I know you're watching. Mike's marrying Cyborg. Number four. See you later. Would you rather watch only horror movies or only romantic comedies for the rest of your life? Horror movies and like the worst kind of horror movies, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like the Terrifier? Like anything imaginable. Like Mad God, anything. Yeah. Mad I God. like it. I like your answers, man. The better, the gorier, the shittier, like the 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 lower quality, yeah, lower the, the budget, the lower yeah. the budget, the better for yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's why Terrifier is like huge, and it's because it's the goriest, but also the lowest budget, right? It's crazy. Well, yeah, like the first Terrifier, Evil Dead, Terrifier two just came out and like blew everybody away, but Terrifier one, they had like a fifty thousand dollar budget or some bullshit like that, yeah. and the fucking movie was fantastic. So good that it was picked up by some production company and they dumped like two million into the sequel and it fucking blew up. 35 again. grand budget. 35 grand for the that's 35 grand budget. Trevor, that's if you haven't watched have. the first one, go watch it. Watch it with is your like, girlfriend. is it as bad as like what it Horrible. compared to something? Horrendous. Uh, it's um, worse than everything, pretty much. Okay, so there's no point to the movie at all. There's two girls at the beginning of the movie and this guy, Art the Clown, shows up in his clown costume and he's just kind of like creeping on them in a pizza joint. And then they go to leave the pizza joint and then the rest of the movie is him terrifying one of these girls in a fucking warehouse. And he, at one point in the movie, he's got the, her friend hanging by her feet upside down and she, he straps the girl to the chair and he saws her in half with a handsaw from the crotch to the top of her head while laughing like a clown. He's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. a, like a silent movie clown. It's fucking unbelievable. This Isn't movie, it? the second one came out not long ago and people were, you know, they were saying on the news, like people are leaving the theater, throwing up appalled because they didn't realize how sick and twisted the murders are in this movie. Like they're beyond ridiculous. I haven't even seen it, but I heard all about it and I've seen like little bits and pieces. It's just it's like awesome. out of control. They do the most obscene shit you could ever, th you wouldn't even think of. It's that. <laughs> I'm great. talking like skinning. Uh, I, I won't even. But in a weird it. way though, like he doesn't do it normal. Like it's the whole thing's weird. There's a normal way to skin people for yeah, sure. Yeah, the normal way. The way you would, well, <laughs> the way yeah, I would. Like you normally would, it, Mike. You would, you know, it's, it's out of control. The weird shit that they do. <laughs> I love that. Last question for you, skinning. dude. Check that movie out. The Terrifier. And, uh, Normal question. What was the best thing you got for Christmas this year? My hat. His hat? Oh, that, that was this year? Look oh, that. was that supposed to be this year? Uh, this uh, year, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, probably socks. I love socks. Like, really <laughs> nice, cool socks. There you go. Hats cool and socks. socks huh? You know what? Trevor Loken is an easy guy to take care of on Christmas. Just get him, get him something to wear, socks, yeah. and that's it. Some socks you know and a nice hat. There's a guy, you're going to meet him. You, you might already talk to him because you got to give him your walkout song, right? DJ Tony. You know DJ oh, yeah, Tony? Message me. I haven't talked to him yet, though. Well, DJ Tony, I believe he's still sponsored or works with Odd Socks, and they also did sponsor BKFC. Not sure if they're still in that, but you should get with him on that because he's got all sorts of crazy socks. We got like Macho Man, Randy Savage socks, Mike Ultimate Tyson. Warrior, Mike Tyson, BKFC, crazy ones, Swedish That's Fish, awesome. whatever you want. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, definitely yeah. get a, get with them on that. What kind of music do you usually walk out to? I've been walking out to Nine to Five by Dolly Parton for my last few fights. So, oh, okay. I don't know. This I, guy is a true psycho. You are a true psycho. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so somebody mentioned it. Did okay? Here we go in the comments. Here, did you you uh, you'd think he you'd was, think a, he nice was kid, a nice kid, but, but a, a true, true psycho, psycho wears a wears mask, a mask well. well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's awesome. That that surprises me. I didn't know you walk out to that kind of music, but maybe something from Snatch. Huh? Honestly, yeah. I was thinking uh, Sweet Dreams for this one, but I'm not sure yet. I'll have to, you know, rack it around my brain a little bit. You could play some mental games with Brimage. He's a big uh, anime guy. You can grab. I thought it. about walking out of the One Punch Man theme song. I saw okay. he, he yeah. likes to uh, weigh in with a scouter on. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. But Man, well, you know, 
It was nice to meet you tonight. This is cool. Everybody got a little piece of your personality tonight. You're a new up-and-coming fighter and entering the BKFC at BKFC 35. Myrtle Beach, everybody, against Marcus Brimage. Take a minute, say a few things, shout some people out if you want, and then we'll let you get out of here, man. Uh, well, I'd like to say thanks to my coach, Kelly Nunson, for letting me stay at the gym and, and you know, uh, train here for free all the time. So it's been pretty nice. Uh and thanks to, you know, Gracie Raleigh for having me for so long. And um, it's going to be a fun one. Thanks to Marcus for actually accepting the fight uh, against a nobody. So that'll be cool. Uh, it'll be cool to meet him and fight him. There it is. Everybody, go ahead, jump on his Instagram, follow him, TikTok, all his social media is there. They're at the bottom. Um, do you have a referral code or anything like that? that people can uh, use if they go to your Instagram or anything. Like yeah. That? So if you go to my Instagram and in my bio, there's a referral link for tickets and all that. So there you go. So if you guys want to grab some tickets, help the kid out, get some tickets and uh can't wait for this card. It's going to be a banger in a nice place. So uh Mike, you got anything else for Trevor? I will catch up with you in three weeks. We'll see you face to face. We'll do some interviews. We'll have some fun, get some content and uh, we'll see you perform in the squared circle. All right. Sounds very good. exciting. All right, man. You have a good one. Thanks for having me on, guys. Not a problem. Anytime. Later. Bye. Squared he, circle. The squared circle. Dude, he looks like uh, he's about 16 years old, but he's 25. Yeah. Um, and from the few fights that I managed sort to Sort of like me, and I'm 39, see? Right, yeah. You look like a, like a, like a stout 25 mm -hmm. yourself. <laughs> no nah, man he seems like a good kid i kind of like the fact that he's into like dirty horror movies and um wears an indiana jones hat and comes out to dolly parton that's <laughs> fucking seems like a psychopath to me yeah 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 <laughs> he doesn't have not. a nickname dude you know well he, he doesn't have a nickname listed i'm thinking american psycho like um you know R.I.P. to Stefan Bonner, but maybe and maybe a kid like him should keep that nickname going. You know, carry it on in a, in a in a similar way. Stefan Bonner looked like your all American guy as well, but he was a complete fucking lunatic, and we all love Stefan Bonner. So maybe Trevor, the American psycho Loken. Yeah, yeah, his brother was Loki. Loki, Loki, Loken. Yeah, or grow his hair out. He could be Thor, Thor and Loki. You know. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, that's too that's too <laughs> commercial, Kyle. Can't yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, man. So, guys, thank you for tuning in for our first show of 2023. We are looking forward to having a gigantic, huge, fucking crazy-ass year. Um, huge. I don't, I don't know why this guy in, in the comments is who asking that? me, like, you know who. He just said Michael Hunnell. Really? What? Really you what? You know. Old PM there. Yeah, 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 I know, but I understand Michael Hunter really, really what? I don't know. I have Fuck no him. idea. This guy's a fucking Stu Nod anyway. <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah, him. Yeah. We're going to start off the year with this kind of bullshit. We're going to bring back Stu Nod of the uh, Stu Nod of the week. We will Stu Nods are coming back this year. We're going to try to do more stuff. But yeah. uh dude, clo uh we're closing the voting for our bare knuckle awards Saturday night. We are it's done. We're going to We'll just make it midnight Saturday night. And then Sunday, we will tally the votes. So you guys need, if anybody wants to fucking complain about any of the goddamn shit that's going on with these awards. Go and vote. Go, go and vote. Get your favorite fighters, fans to get in the comments and vote. The only way to fucking murk the bullshit is to get your guy to win. Shut you the fuck win. up and get vote. Get in there and vote. Get in there and vote. Share it. Share it up. Vote. Get your er, people. Er, Earlier in the comments, Joe Ivy said there should have been a category for fan of the year. And that, oh, how could we possibly have fucking narrowed that not, down? No yeah, way. we can't do that. That would be evil. We got a loyal group of missionaries. Yeah. You know? Yep. Mike, Mike and missionaries that assume the missionary position every Wednesday and Thursday night. <laughs> the Mike and missionaries constantly in the missionary position every week yep. with us. Sitting down watching this is what I mean. <laughs> I love it, man. Guys, we got the fighter of the year. We got the fight of the year. We got the comeback of the year, the rookie of the year, the bombshell of the year, the viral moment of the year, event of the year. I think yep. there's a couple more of them. Year of the year. The fucking year of the fan of the fucking year. 
uh get on there and vote we are gonna close out the show but we we are we're getting we're putting together a show for next wednesday and then next thursday is no next wednesday is next wednesday is the award show so you goddamn stu you know what we should have did mike mm-hmm. stu not of the year Oh, my cousin just dropped it in the fucking comments there. Student out, out of the year. Yeah. We should have did a student out of the year. Uh, Billy, the fucking guy who's commenting right above well, you might be that guy. I was talking uh, <laughs> the other day and, uh, you know, Stu Nod could be freaking uh, paid fans and, and uh, jumping out the windows and shit like that. Busting her leg. Dana White smacking his wife. You know, Stu Nod uh, stuff. Dana White. Dana White like just i mean for him to do something like that out in public i mean i understand how to do it in private. yeah i don't and i'm not saying that you should be doing <laughs> I, I it know. but but it's like, just stupid but, moves but what i'm saying a guy like him his stature running the fucking multi-billion dollar company that he's running to put himself into a fucking booze induced position to cuff his wife in public. Yes, she slapped him first. I get that. I yeah, understand yeah. that. Yeah, they're both but wrong. That that shit is absolutely insane to me. But also, somebody posted the other day, and I want to I do want to say this. ESPN, right? ESPN is so in bed with the fucking UFC that they have completely not covered this at all. Like they have completely fucking ignored it. Can you imagine if Roger Goodell slapped his wife in a fucking club drunk Mm -hmm. or Adam Silver from the NBA slapping his wife drunk? They would be talking about that for fucking weeks. Oh yeah. They would be talking about if Roger Goodell, everybody hates Roger Goodell. I hate Roger Goodell. (laughs) If, if Roger Goodell cuffed his wife, I mean, dude, are you fucking kidding me? They have not reported on it at all. It's just crazy to me. Just nuts. Fucking shut it down, man. That That's a powerful man and a powerful company if they're fucking like, no, 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 no. Do not do that to Dana. And, yeah, and you know what? Dana's usually very, very judgmental about other people and what they do and say. And then it came to him and he's kind of like, ah, eh, you know, you'd be right to think what you think about me, but I don't give a fuck what you think. That's that's exactly what he said. Right. He took. Res- I don't I give get- a fuck. He said he took responsibility without taking responsibility. It felt like, you know, like right. he did it. And then when I don't really care what anyone thinks, though, he did come out and say, <laughs> like, right, I whatever he did. He did come out and say, like, I have. What did he like? I'm paraphrasing, but he he did say, "I've said it in the past. Nobody ever has a right to put their hands on a woman. So if you have anything to say about me, put my hands on a woman. I deserve it. Yeah, you have every right to say anything you want about it. I was yep. in the wrong." And he did say all that, but he, like you said, yeah. like, and then he turned around and was like, "But I only care, you know. I'm worried about my kids, and I don't really give a fuck what anyone else." <laughs> yeah, and then he's gonna walk out of this smelling like roses. And about let's say, I think it's already been what you know. It's five days, so give it three more days, and we won't be talking about this anymore. It'll be gone, done. Smelling like yeah. roses. And she came out and said, you know, I don't give a fuck about everyone either. So so they're, they're done. Right. They're, so they're maybe, moving on. Yeah, maybe they're – They mean, I mean, they've been together for 30 fucking years. And if you're together with – I mean, I don't know if I've ever wanted to fucking – At least uh, – at least, you know, <laughs> right, at least, listen, we can compare and, you know – Joe Ivy, I I gotta be honest, I didn't even see. I saw it. I'll tell you what what Ariel say. Ariel said that you know between him and Dana White, a lot of things have happened, but he's always remembered the time where when back at UFC 199. Remember when uh, Ariel Hawani cried on his show because that whole thing happened where he got kicked out and he broke the Brock Lesnar story. He basically his basically they said your career's over. You're never coming back. We hate you. You know, like you're, you're, you're fucking done. And then he made the uh, show and he cried on the show. And Dana White said afterwards, your kids are going to see that. What are they going to think about you if they see that? Because he cried. So what Ariel was saying was, I remembered that. And you brought my kids and my family into it. So now I'm going to say back to you, what do you think your kids are going to think when they see what you did and what you said, you know? 
what are they going to think about that? You know, so he kind of went off, you know, and, and like Ariel does, and he he makes a really good point. So and that's what I'm saying. Like uh, Dana White's out there all the time. And that's what happens. You talk a lot. So everyone's always going to have something, some kind of receipt on you when you I'll do you right fuck up. So you got to watch what you say and do. Uh, Ariel but, has been fire on all on all cylinders lately. That oh, yeah. That dude time. is yeah, that guy. He does not miss a beat right now. He might be better than ever. I'm telling you, he's got that Bruce Leroy glow around him right now. You yeah, don't, the... don't fuck with him if you don't have <laughs> you don't have an arsenal, man. You better fucking keep your mouth closed because he is gonna rain all over your parade. So let me let me ask you this: like Bullfrog Actual says, uh, I don't expect billionaires to receive fair coverage from the corporations they make money for. I get I get what you're saying there, but yeah. you don't think that the UFC like if if Dana White went away and the UFC still exists, you don't think the UFC is still going to make money for ESPN or Disney and all them with no Dana White? If, if will, Roger but... Goodell, like the, the NFL makes billions of dollars for fucking ESPN. They fucking, they do Sunday night football or Monday night football, whatever one is on ESPN now. Yeah. They, yeah. they make, they make, you know, just as much money as the UFC for them. So like they would, totally dog Definitely. and yeah they make a lot right they would dog and trash every every president of every organization they that they cover yeah they would do it to everybody it's just funny to me that he's the one that they have chosen not to fucking do any coverage on it's just even though he's on he's on sports center like every single time there's an event coming up and and i don't know he's got dana white's tuesday night fights i i guess maybe maybe you're right everyone yeah, is replaceable. It's fucking, it's crazy, man. Anyways, Mike, I'm looking forward to another awesome year. I can't wait to uh, do our award show next week. Everybody, I'm, well, I'm going to say it one last time. Go vote. Get them done before midnight Saturday. Share it, That's up. When, share share it up. up. If you want somebody to really win one of those categories, share that shit up and get all your friends to vote on it. And uh, with that said, tune in next week. When uh, Mike and I hand them beautiful awards out, guys, they're going to be nice. They're going to be nice. Shout out to Guerrilla Warfare Apparel for always supporting us. And yes. shout out to Norcom Mortgage, Mike Mish. Thank you so much for supporting us. You guys need to support them as well. Anyways, with that said, Mike, I got nothing else for these fucking guys. What do you got? Nope. I'm good. I can't wait for the awards show. We might get a little bit dressed up if you know what I'm Ooh. saying, right? Mm. And, uh, We'll try to make it real good, real fun, and we're going to give the fighters some stuff. The winners are going to receive actual awards, so it will be fantastic. And things. We, awards and, and, things. and things. We got some surprises for them, too. Yes, it's going to be amazing. It really is going to be amazing. Guys, uh, Mike even might bring back the Christmas background. I don't know. Who knows? It might get crazy. It might get fucking crazy. It might get says, nutty. With that said, have a great weekend, everyone. Happy New Year. And uh, to your bum crease, I say peace. Peace. <laughs>